The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. All are welcome here. You're listening to UnityOnlineRadio.org, the voice of an awakening world. Learn the language of spirit. This is The Intuitive Life with Laura Wooster. Hello and welcome to The Intuitive Life, where we walk together and support each other on the path to becoming more spiritually aware, enlightened, and inspired. My name is Laura Wooster, and we will be taking your calls today, 816-251-3555. Again, it's 816-251-3555. If you'd like to get in the queue and we'll be taking calls in the second half of the show. Um, Just a couple of quick things. Thank you so much for tuning back in. I know it's been feels like forever since I've been on the air. Lots going on uh, with the holiday break. And then last weekend I was in Fort Myers, Florida for um, a grief retreat with the Forever, Forever Family Foundation. And I just have to say, if you if you are someone who uh, may be struggling with grief, um, and you may be very, let me see, I, 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 let me say, for me, I I like, I'm a, I'm a healthy skeptic when it comes to this work, even though I do this work and I believe in it, I'm still a very, I, I consider myself a healthy skeptic. I don't believe everything that, that um, I experience or hear. Um, but this organization, Forever Family Foundation, um, is very much, they, they are focused on science and evidence and also compassion um, and supporting people um, in the grieving process and for people searching for the evidence that their loved ones are still around. Um, so if you if you are sort of in that boat and you're looking for, you know, um, evidence or like-minded people um, and maybe others who are grieving, um, check out the foreverfamilyfoundation.org. A great organization, great people, some of the kindest people. They just want to help. It's a fully, fully a volunteer organization. And um, I have to say, it really has restored my faith in the work that I do, to be honest. Um, you know, sometimes this, I'm going to, I always tell people, I'm an open book. I share a lot on this show. Um, but, you know, in 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 my line of work, I, I feel like sometimes our perspective gets skewed and it tends to become about, you know, how much of a social media influencer a medium can be. Um, or, you know, are they on television? Have they written a book? All these things. And that seems to be the, the, the focus, um, not so much the work. And to be and so there was not too long ago, and actually many times that I've, I've actually considered walking away from this work because I just felt like it was going in the wrong direction in, on, in, a, in the greater whole here, um, that the focus wasn't on helping people. But I, I have to say at the end of this, 
this retreat on um, this past weekend, it, I, I really actually got very emotional because it brought me back to realizing that there are people who still do this work for the right reasons. And it is to help other people. And it's not to become, you know, a social media influencer and things. Those things just aren't as important. Um, they just aren't important at all, actually. And so I'm very grateful to the Forever Family Foundation for for bringing that back to the forefront, in my mind at least. And I'm hoping that they get more um, more visibility uh, in that in that as well. Um, if you'd like to see how they work, uh, there's a, a Netflix um, episode um, called actually Netflix series called Surviving Death. Um, it's been up for a while and they are featured in episode four. And so you can see Fran and Bob Ginsburg who founded the Forever Family Foundation and their journey and what brought them to um, uh, pulling this group together. And it, it's life changing. I mean, to, to actually see people's life change in just a few days is, I, I can't even tell you, I get emotional just thinking about it. So if you're looking for a grounded, science-based, evidence-based, very compassionate group of volunteer, volunteers and people, look for, um, look for this organization online and become a member. It's free. So there's that. Um, if you're in the New England area, I just want to let you know on Saturday uh, on the 22nd, I will be at Circles of Wisdom with my dear friends and colleagues, Rita Berkowitz and Laurie Sheridan for an evening of, an evening of mediumship and spirit art. Uh, myself and Laurie and Rita will uh, obviously be doing uh, messages from spirit, but Rita will also be doing her spirit art, which is as she's bringing through the loved ones from spirit, she'll actually draw them for you as well. So come and see us. Uh, masks are definitely required um, for everybody who's attending, um, but uh, we know that we can all get together safely and still have this type of an event. So if you want to learn more about that, you can go to laurelworcester.com and, uh, and you can see that on my calendar. And, and I'll also be, um, also be serving a few churches in the next few weeks. Um, you can go to my website as well under the events to see the uh, online services, spiritual churches that I'll be serving, um, one in Boston, one in Lilydale. And um, also, there's also, I believe, Journey Within. Yeah, Journey Within as well. There's a whole bunch coming up. Anyways, just go to my website, laurelwister.com. Alrighty, without further ado, um, if you're a regular listener listener to my show, you've heard my guest before, and she's a very popular guest. Um, my dear friend and colleague, Ellen Bent. Um, she's been on her journey for 20 over 20 years. Uh, she is um, an intuitive healer. She's a certified practitioner in Reiki, fire Reiki, magnified healing, intuitive energy healing, and a shamanic, and she's also a shamanic energy practitioner. And she completed a, a, an intensive two-year shamanic energy healing school. Um, Let's see. It also, yeah, she's also studied mediumship, and she is a medium, although she doesn't call herself that, but she is a medium, and um, <laughs> that's not her focus, but that's what she does as well. And she also teaches um, spiritual development, uh, spiritual classes, workshops, and healing circles, and she also offers mentoring. Yeah, there's so much more, Ellen. But without further ado, let's bring on my dear friend Ellen. Hi, Ellen. Hi, Laura. Thanks so much. It's wonderful to join you again. I'm so glad you could come back on again. Um, it's always you. good to chat with you. I think we have awesome, awesome conversations, and I love to share it with the world. <laughs> yes, usually they go for six or seven hours. Yeah, <laughs> privately. Yeah, tea and coffee. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but today oh. we wanted to talk about um, tools for finding inner peace, and what does mm -hmm. it exactly mean? So, um, 
So Ellen, when people come to you and they're struggling with finding their inner peace, um, where do you begin with them? Um, I begin um, with a little bit of my story, like my journey, to be able to relate. Because I think we all can relate to someone else's journey instead of being a teacher. Mm -hmm. And so I try to explain that, that inner peace is a state of being. It's, it's a state of calm, relaxed, regardless of what's happening around you, and that that works differently for everyone. And some people find peace with, you know, their self-care activities or meditation, sitting with their guides, journaling, but it, it is different for everyone. And so um, what, I, what I want people to know, though, is that you decide to go on this journey to find inner peace. It's, it's a change in... Um, in the way you've been conducting things, because if you, don't, if, if you don't have the inner peace and you're searching for it, you already know what you're, you're missing when we have a conversation. Mm -hmm. And so deciding that you want to, um, to, to hold that peace within is the first step. And then committing to the process is the second step. Now, it can be difficult when you start talking about change, but something has to change. You know, if you're if you're not finding it, you have to realize that whatever you're you're doing might not be the right process. So, I I teach I teach them how I've learned to embrace quiet, how I've accepted change in my life, and how I've embraced self worth. And then when I talk about what I've changed, then I talk about what I've gained, and I've gained so much more patience and healthy boundaries and able to speak my truth easily. And those are huge benefits. Because a lot of clients that I see, they're either people pleasers, they're doing too much, um, they don't think about themselves enough, and they're absolutely exhausted. And they say, I have no time for a yoga class or you know, um, going, going out of the house or doing anything that takes up time. This is all what you can do um, within your lifestyle. Yeah, and so how do people determine what their next step is? Because sometimes if someone's really not experiencing inner peace at all, I mean, they're really struggling, like what's the very mm -hmm. first thing, like something that they could do like immediately that can help to sort of bring them to center? The first thing they can do is breathe. Mm -hmm. Give yourself the, the time and give yourself some compassion and be aware of your breathing. So whenever you feel frustrated or short-tempered, distracted, you can use your breath to find balance and ground your energy. And your breath is always with you. You don't have to go looking for it. Um, I've been practicing this technique of the 478 breath. I used to do a shorter sequence, but I find this is, it goes deeper. And, you know, so you breathe in deep through your nose, for four seconds, you hold that for seven, and then you exhale slowly through your, through your mouth and just push that air right out. And this helps regulate the hormone cortisol. It helps with the flight or fight response. And the long exhale stimulates the nervous system, which basically initiates the relaxation response in your body. And you have to just make sure you breathe deep and fill your air with, with the, um, you know, fill your lungs with air. And you can do that doing anything. 
You can do it when you're driving. You can do it just, you know, sitting at work or, um, you know, at, at any time. It's, it is one of the, the, the most essential things to, for your body to react to what you're doing. You don't have to take anything. The air is right there. And it also helps decrease anxiety. It helps you sleep better. And um, if you feel like you're in a, in a situation of disappointment or frustration, um, don't we always tell our kids, you know, to sit down, take a few deep breaths. We're, we're teaching our children how to breathe, but we kind of forget that when we're adults. That's so true. Actually, yeah, yeah. I've done that with my granddaughter quite a bit. And then yes, yes. <laughs> I know, I've, I know. I've heard my words come right back at me. But let's take a breath. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and, you know, the, the, the thing is that, you know, I never taught my kids how to breathe like this. I wasn't aware of it. And so I am able to do this with my grandchildren now. Mm-hmm. And it's real interesting. They pick up things like little sponges. And, um, you know, so when two of them are kind of like bickering at each other, the brother and sister were like, okay, let's sit down and let's do some breathing. <laughs> and oh, it's like, oh, guess what we learned at Mimi's house? <laughs> So it just they take that home and they practice it at home. And but it's um it's for me it's it's one of the most powerful tools. It's one of the tools I use often. Um, I will even I will use this when I find myself you know in a line at at a store. Mm-hmm. So there's two cashiers. There's 20 people in line. I've got the mask on. So the breathing is all it's just challenging. But we breathe. And we allow and we just breathe and allow and whatever's meant to be is going to be. We can't make the line go faster. We really don't want to put down our item. Mm-hmm. And, and there's something then just about enjoying the fact that you are in this place. You're holding something that you've purchased and find the joy in that instead of, so it's a choice. You choose the joy rather than the frustration. And the breathing, you know, is all part of that. It's also accepting what you have control over and what you don't. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. We can't control the outside world. All we can control is our reaction to it. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. And another thing I use, and um, I, I do have to you know, admit I use this with, with my grandchildren as well, is visualize a happy place. So if you visualize a place that, um, that you love being at and you can you can do that visualization to the point where you feel like you're there and your imagination just grows with you whether it's you know you're at the ocean or you're even in your cozy bedroom under the covers you know playing with your pet or or a favorite vacation um i my go-to place is a waterfall in ireland that i visited when i was 18. and sometimes i visualize holding one of my grandchildren for the first time and all the details are in our mind and accessing these memories, you start to feel when you're actually there and that helps you relax, which then brings calm to your body. And um, the other thing too that I've, I've realized recently and you know, it, it, the acceptance is a big thing, right? Acceptance of, of what is and, yeah. um, and also embracing, and this is a tough thing for a lot of people to do, is embracing disappointment and pain, right? Absolutely. So, yeah, that's a, that's that's I mean, that's what next day I'd love to explore is like how do you how do you move through that because and I'll just use this as an example. I was talking with a counselor of mine and 
and I, I had a situation where I, I just know that it's not going to go in a way that I want it to go, right, with a relative mm-hmm. of mine. And, and, um, and I said, I just, I'm, I just, I'm just nervous it's not going to turn out well, you know, and, uh, and they said, well, it may not. It absolutely mm-hmm. may not. And you and they said, what do you have in, what's in your power to, to try to make it better? And I said, I can do X, Y, and Z. And they said, well, just be prepared that it may not do anything. They may right. not help at all. And there was a sense of peace that came with that to, you know, recognize and just have to accept that it may not change anything. So does it mean that we avoid pain and disappointment? No, but how, what are some tools that you give to people to help to, um, how to move through that or how to accept that? I think first they have to really understand the realization that it's frustrating them. It's weighing on them. And you can't control others, so when you can only control yourself, I try to find the, the, the optimism in this and the compassion. So whatever mm-hmm. someone else is going through, if you have compassion for them mm-hmm. and understanding that whatever they're going through is a place in time. Exactly. And that if you give them the time they need, because I know for myself, I need more time to deal with things than some other people do. And I may have, and I may deal with things quicker than other people do. You know, we're all different. We all, we all adjust to these things in life differently. We're not all made the same. So just um, letting go of the outcome and allowing. Spirit knows we want resolve. Spirit knows we want help. But maybe our help is making this person dig their heels in a little bit too long. Mm -hmm. Or our need to control and we can back off and we can send them the vibration of love and compassion and give that to ourselves as well we are now removing that angst for the issue and allowing so you know allowing things to play out is a is a difficult time for humans (laughs) we don't really want to allow we want to help but we don't always have to be the helpers Exactly. We can observe what's going on. We can make a determination of what's the best thing. And if, and if somebody is pushing you away for a little while, honor them, respect them. Exactly. And mm-hmm. it's going to work out in the way that your life path is supposed to work out, you know? Mm-hmm. We're all here to experience these things. We didn't come here into this physical world to have everything go right. We have to learn how we adjust to these, to these issues that are, that are tossed at us. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And... Uh, you know, I think people also struggle with being perfect, so they want somebody else to be perfect too. You've got to let go of perfection. It's exhausting. Yeah, that just doesn't exist. <laughs> just doesn't exactly. Exist. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. 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 It is. You know. Not, I mean, uh, with yeah. with that, I'll also say um, I believe in sending loving vibrations, loving thoughts. I believe in sending prayers and yeah. asking for a resolve, setting the intention that you want the the best for them, and that. And that at, oftentimes, both places, both people need to move some. Mm-hmm. And forgiveness is a big issue with, with like relationships. So you not only have to forgive each other, but you all each have to forgive yourself. So that's a lot for people to all work in a time frame. Oh, yeah. And that comes with people's personal growth and, and the way that they um, live their lifestyle. You know, if they're not doing a lot of self-care, it may take them a little bit longer. If you're doing self-care, then you show compassion and um, and a little bit of, um, or a lot of patience. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, just recognizing that you know, people, two people in a, in a in a situation may not may not be working on it exactly in the same manner, in the same way, or the or have the same needs. So. Right, and I've had clients where they don't even know why they're having issues, but obviously they need time to figure that out. Mm-hmm. You know, so sometimes you could ask someone, you know, what's the problem, and they don't want to tell you because they don't know. Right. People don't want to be vulnerable. And um, at the same time, when they do know, sometimes they don't want to be vulnerable. So they're allowed to have their space. And um, things will work out the way they're supposed to. Right. We don't know what those are because we can't plan that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And there's something to be said, too, for, and this, this, happen, this happens to me quite a bit, and it, and it seems to work for me most of the time, is that when you're at, when, when you're, when uh, there's times when I'm just, feeling very unsettled and things and there's no solution in sight you know whatever it may be and I just might you know in a moment of prayer just say okay spirit you know whatever you want to call it and you can put any mm-hmm. any name that you want to put on that whatever your belief system is and just, okay spirit just just give me a little sign that's that it's even though it's not resolved that everything's going to be all right you know, just give me a little mm-hmm. sign, just something. And right. typically within right. 24 hours, I'll get some some kind of sign that says, we don't have the answer. The answer is not in front of you yet, but right. they're, they're, it, we're, you know, we have your back. And um, mm-hmm. and so I, I truly believe that. And, I, and um, you know, it tends to always happen. So um, I know. Is it funny that sometimes, oh, most of the time for me, it comes through in music. I hear a phrase in a song, and I'm like, Oh, that was the answer I was looking for. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that was that was exactly what I needed to hear right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And if the spirit world knows that we're that we're looking and that we're searching, but the spirit world also knows what we need to learn and, and experience. So yes. there's a mm-hmm. there's a lot um, juggling at the same time. Right. Right. It's it's not like they're they're you know anybody in, in the you know may there be your guides or whatever you want to call them in the spirit mm-hmm. world. It's not like they're your fairy godmother and they wave a wand to make everything better. Um, but but they they're very tuned in. They know what's going on, and you never we, we know we're never alone. That we never walk this alone. We're spiritually we have a spiritual family, and absolutely. Um, and they hear us. They hear our prayers. They hear our struggles. And um, and even though a solution may not be directly in front of you, or you may not be able to feel that, or you feel very unsettled, um, it's okay to sort of give it up to to them and say, you know, just just give me a you know give me a little sign that everything's all right, and mm-hmm. um, however that may come. And like you said, it could be music. Um, I know for me, it's a cardinal. Like if, if I see a cardinal right after I say that, I know it's okay. okay. I real and it happens yeah. to me a lot. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, and they come in the craziest places. I'm like, oh yeah. That's great. Um, so, so things like yeah. that. Um, so you can always set a sign for spirit, or just be open to other things that they might might want to bring forward. I love asking spirit for a sign because it shows that you're you're working with them. You're a coworker. You're saying, okay, yeah. we're we're in this together. You know, hold my hand. You know, don't you don't have to tell me where we're going. Just hold my hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they don't. And spirit's not going to figure it all out for you because obviously, like you said, you're you're co-creating solutions, right. co-creating healing there's all all these things that you're doing together in tandem with them and um, mm-hmm. you may want an immediate answer an immediate solution but that may not be what's supposed to happen so uh, right right yeah. i i usually tell people when they're going you know through through these stressful times that um find gratitude 
Mm-hmm. Find gratitude yes. um, for what you have, who you are, all the wonderful things. Don't focus on lack. Mm-hmm. Focus on gratitude because if you're thinking of it as lack in, in you know, if you're on, on the outs in a relationship or, or with, you know, troubling times, um, you're put, that's exhausting putting all, your, your, all, all of your energy into what's wrong. It's yeah. so much easier to hold the energy of being grateful. And another thing is do something for someone else. Do good deeds. Mm-hmm. It's a great way to focus off yourself mm-hmm. and, you know, become, a, become aware of other people's struggles. Yeah. Because when you're kind, you receive kindness in return. And that's really what you're looking for. You're looking for more kindness because you're in a place where, you know, you're not, you're, you know, there's, there's something going on. And so it, um, it kind of fills our well. So whether it's, you know, buying food for a food pantry, whether it's volunteering for something, um, sending a check in the mail, what, what, whatever helps, um, you know, when you, when you do things for others, it's, it's, it's kind of like the super drug. <laughs> it is. And you it, don't take it. It just fills you. And it also offers you, it gives you a perspective too, because then you're recognizing you yes. know, you're not focused so, uh, so much on what's happening right in front of you, but then to you know, look further out and say, okay, yep, the, yes. we're all, we're all going through something. So. Right, right, yeah. right. And so people resonate really well with um, helping others to help themselves. Yes. You know, kind of replace fear with faith. Mm-hmm. Believe in, um, in something better will, will be here. Mm. Yeah. I love the, the gratitude thing as well. I mean, I was doing this recently with a friend that they suggested, like, let's do it. Let's play the appreciation game. I'm like, what? Okay, let's do this. So they, you know, mm-hmm. they were saying, I appreciate this about you. I appreciate that about you. But, the, you know, the thing was you couldn't say but or if right. or I appreciate this but and boy it 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 really was just it, it really brought things in perspective and uh, it was it was it in a few minutes it, it shifted energy really beautifully and um yeah and it especially if you if you know you're going through a lot of things and um you know trying to trying to achieve something and, and there's a lot of struggle in that, then um, it can really bring, bring things in perspective and, and a recognition mm-hmm. of, of what you've accomplished, even if you're still working towards something. So, right. Um, and, yeah. and, and just even thinking about what you're grateful for changes, you know, your vibration. So if you're sitting in the Dunkin' Donuts line and there's 12 people in front of you, start thinking about what you're grateful for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's um, we do ha- we have tools that that we are aware of. We're just not always conscious of using them. And the more you use them, the more you've incorporated it into your life. And that's really what the commitment is to finding, you know, um, inner peace. It doesn't mean everything's going to be okay. It yes. means you're and you start slowly, and before you know it, you're like, oh, that's not bothering me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, yeah. we're, gonna go on, we're just going to go pop on a break for a few moments, and we'll be back with our callers, our questions, and readings, 816-251-3555. Practical Spirituality. Positive messages. This is UnityOnlineRadio.org, the voice of an awakening world. 
Welcome back to The Intuitive Life with Laura Wooster. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. And my guest today is intuitive healer Ellen Bent. And if you'd like to learn more about Ellen and what she has to offer, her teachings and her private sessions, you can go to ellenbenthealing.com. But now we are going to take some, some calls, either for questions or readings, um, 816-251-3555. So let's see, is there anything in particular, Ellen, that you need to know from callers when they ask questions or just you just want to go for it? Yeah, just go for it. Cool. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, whatever. What, I, I, well, if they have an issue that they're dealing with, having just a little discussion about that is all I need. Okay, great. Okay, awesome. We'll talk. Alrighty, yeah. so let's go. Let's see. Let's go to Mary first. Hello, Mary. Hi there. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm actually, if you don't mind, just a reading would be great. Okay. Is there any particular areas of your life you'd like some insight on? I don't know. I'm kind of all over the place, but um, possibly um, career. I, I really don't know. I'm just going to let you guys do what you do best. Okay, so possibly career you want to look at. Okay. Possibly. All right. Okay, so let's let's look at this. Um, before I ask you what, what you do. So, Ellen, how, how do you want to do this? Do you want to kind of tune into Mary's energy about... Well, yeah, why don't, you, why don't you start talking to her, and then, I'll feel, and then I'll get into her energy as she's talking. Okay. Sounds great. Excellent. So, Mary, what do you do for work? Currently, I'm a secretary. Okay, okay. Um, is this for a small business or for a larger corporation? A school. Okay, a school. Okay. All right. So, so it's a, a larger sort of word. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Let me just see where we're going with this. Interesting. Because, you know, I wasn't, I mean, I guess kind of, as, let me just say what I, what I pick up around people. Typically, when, I, when I'm talking to them on the phone, I, I can see their aura, right? So it tells, them, it tells me a lot. When I see the colors and how it presents itself, it tells me a lot about what, um, what your strengths may be and what you might be challenged by right now. And so what I'm seeing with you, and I'm also pulling cards as I'm talking to you, so we'll go with that. Um, so what I'm seeing with you, you definitely, um, you know, for you, you, if I was, if you, if I didn't ask you all that already, and you didn't, you know, tell me that you're working with a school, I, I would have said, there's a potential here of some, of being related to education in some way because you've got all of this, this, you know, this um, represented in your aura. Okay. Now, do you, do you actually have a teaching degree as well? In a, um, or do you feel like you do that sometimes when you're, uh, when even though it's not your, your position? I would say that, yeah, yeah, more so, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because there's a lot of that there. But the one thing that I'm seeing here, and and I'm not, I I'm not big on predictions. Um, I look more at potentials. Okay, so sometimes there's, you know, depending on when when we're talking, there's more potentials for one thing over another. So what I'm seeing with you is possibly moving on from this position um, and looking at other options. Um, so that's what I'm seeing here with you. So I kind of feel like you're in limbo in a sense with, with where you are at the moment. Um, and you can validate that in a moment, but let me just go further a little bit more. Um, but if, if you are looking for other, other opportunities, I do think, and it's outside of this 
type of work that you're doing right now is what it seems like. It seems like a little bit of a change using the skill set, but a different a different expression of it. Um, I see the potential of more money and more opportunity opening up for you. But for some reason, I'm seeing I don't see the opportunity opening up right at the very moment, um, but possibly towards the spring. There'll be more opportunity with that. Does this make sense with, with what you're looking for right now? Um, getting out, yes. Yes, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm seeing. Yes, I, I see it. I see the potential here of this ending, or you moving, you know, looking at other opportunities or something else to do with your time, and that's okay. what I'm seeing here. Um, so okay. I don't think it's if you're looking long term here. I if it is maybe another year, but I'm feeling more sooner than that. I'm see, I'm feeling more springtime that you may be looking at um at doing something different. All right. Okay. Um, so are, are you looking to retire or are you looking to to um, take on another position? Well, Laura, that would be great, but I don't think I can <laughs> yet. Okay. Okay. Um, but uh, I would like to, I mean, my insides say being independent and being on my own, but yes. I, I don't know what that looks like or, yeah, I have no idea what that looks like or for what. Yeah, you know, because I, I, it's interesting because I, I was feeling around you something um, somewhat entrepreneurial, like being more independent, right? And that's definitely mm-hmm. something that I was picking up around you, but kind of feeling the need for that in your life at this point. Um, so I would I would look at something like that. Does that mean that um, you're not working for somebody else? I, I think maybe temporarily you might be working for somebody else while you determine what the next step is. Um, but I, I feel like it's so different from what you're doing currently, like where you'd like to go. Because I do mm. feel entrepreneurial and cre- there's a creativity around you as well. Um, there's a lot of ideas, but they, they're not really, you know, you haven't settled on anything in particular. Um, so I would, I mean, you don't have to tell us on the air what you want to do, but my sense is that you kind of know what you, a, a little bit of an idea of what you want to do, but you're, you're not really sure how, how to implement that. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think that makes sense. Okay, okay. And I hey, know. Laura, can yeah. I jump? Can I jump? Oh, in? absolutely. Yes. Oh, because I got the the creative too. Um, yes. Wanting to do something creative, the sacral chakra was really calling to me. Um, Mary, it seems like it feels like you really need to leave the job. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's very overwhelming. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I want to use the phrase "you need to take a chance." Yeah. Can you understand mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I also feel like your root chakra needs balancing. So your sacral chakra and your root chakra, where your creative juices are, your sacral chakra. So um, kind of start writing down all the things that you want, how that's going to make you feel. And allow yourself to sit and, and just kind of like spirit tune into you and give you some nudges to validate what you're thinking. Because it's, it feels like you don't want to say it out loud, but it's there. Can you understand that? I think so. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know what the creative is, but the, the creative part of you, uh, whether you bring creativity to a whole other field or whether this is your own personal creativity, but there's, um, there's a big pull on that for me. Now, do you see more happiness and fulfillment? Yes. In general? Okay. It feels very freeing. It feels like you, like, I feel like you can't breathe right now. There's a lot of stress where you are. Um, you yes, know, so I just yes. feel, 
It's okay. hard to leave something where you have benefits and stuff too, though, right? You know what I mean? Right. Between right. No, the unknown of not having any of that and staying where mm-hmm. you know you have that. Right, right. Um, you know, and, and it's not something you have to do today. Get your ducks in a row and, um, and, and um, you know, ask Spirit to guide you as to what you need to do to feel comfortable to do it. And do you see But I do back? feel like... It, for me, it feels like freedom, and it feels exhilarating, and and that all comes with success because I wouldn't be feeling that if um, if that was you know uh, something that, that wasn't going to um, work for you. And would that spill over into like uh, contentment in family as well? Well, I think when you're happy, everybody else is going to be happy. Hmm. You know, that's what spills over. When you're doing something that you love, it, it resonates. And the more, you know, you have that energy around you, the more you attract that energy. So, yes. Exactly. You don't live in a bubble. So anything that, you know, you shift your energy mm-hmm. and you're doing something that you feel more energized by, other people around you are going to feel that as well and, and might actually have them decide that they need to make a change as well. So, yeah, um, yeah it, can, it can definitely have an effect. Yeah, I just feel like you need to tweak a couple of things to be able to look at, you know, what is going to um is going to be a right fit for you to take that step. Mm-hmm. So the steps for now would be to write. Sorry, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, right now I'd like to see you um, brainstorm and get a much clearer idea of what you want because when you have a much clearer idea of what you want, um, that's going to start the wheels rolling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what is it that, like, for example, you don't, you don't really know what you want to do next, correct, but you know you need a change. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure, to be quite honest with you. I just yeah. feel, yeah, I... I've... If, there was, if there was one word that you would love to say, like one word that you could describe, not, not doesn't have to be anything specific about like a new job or more money or anything like that. One word that you feel you really need on most days when you're going to work, what's that one word? I was going to say independence, meaning that I have the freedom to come and go as I please. Mm-hmm. Good, good start. Excellent. And one more. There should be one more right behind that. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> it's okay. We got time. I think just happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I think. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't. No, I would be happy. I just, I'm tired of feeling fearful of taking the chance. Yes, there you go. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Yep. So yep. it's peace that you're looking for. Yeah, so, yeah, so it's it's like, you know, it's probably been nagging you for a while, especially if, you've, yeah. if you're looking for that sense of peace. And once you actually make that decision to make a change, even if it's, a, even if, if, even if it's in the same type of work, but maybe a different environment, anything that you can do to even temporarily make that change it'll give you a different perspective and give you give you a chance to step back and evaluate and um and maybe not do a huge 180 but a little step in the right direction so now would somebody approach me to give me that nudge or was this something that comes just from me a hundred percent it can be either i think you're getting the nudge already because you want freedom Mm -hmm. 
So the nudge is pushing you forward. Mm. And so now I believe you have to explore the opportunities that, mm-hmm. that would be of interest to you. And once you start doing the work, then easily it can, something can be brought to you or you notice something that you didn't see before or something you hadn't thought of. So getting the wheels moving and getting the energy rolling, I think, is the, the next step for you. Exactly. Like even just starting to look for other positions that you might be interested in, even if you don't actually mm-hmm. apply for anything, might actually be enough energy to have something, a shift in energy for something to open up for you or something to be more obvious. Um, mm-hmm. So just, you know, start start taking little steps and um, writing down what what is what is your ideal day look like and imagining what that would look like, even if it seems completely outlandish, like no way can I go from this to that. Mm-hmm. But imagine what a perfect day looks like and, and it, just spend a week. Don't even worry about, okay, what am I going to do tomorrow? What am I going to do next week? Just spend a week, you know, a few minutes after work, every, you know, maybe this week or something and just imagine what would my perfect day look like and just, and just let your imagination go wild and don't judge what you're, what you're experiencing in that imagination. Um, because I, sometimes I think we, we think too much about what, what's, quote unquote possible and not recognizing that there's a whole lot more possibility than than not so um, I would start there yeah because when I tell my husband he's like yeah go ahead do it but I don't he doesn't really mean it because he's fearful as well (laughs) do you know what I mean he wants you to be happy though he wants you to be happy he knows he does but (laughs) yes but you know what this is it this this is this is you've got this one beautiful life right Mary, have you told other people that you'd be looking for a job? Because maybe that's the way you can network, to have somebody bring something to you that you hadn't thought of. So share it with some friends or or people that you trust. um, But replace your fear with faith. Mm -hmm. Fear with faith. faith. Yeah, and ask your guides to help. Communicate to your spiritual team. Your guides are there for a reason. They want to work with you. And... um, you know, sit down and, and, and write down the things you want, like Laura said, and then ask your team. Just say, whoever's willing and ready to help me with this, I am willing and ready. So don't pick up certain guy, just call it out. I always were, I, I would always suggest, to, to if you, do you know your guides? No, I don't. Okay, so what I would ask is your main guide, your master guide. And you don't have to know a name of your guide to communicate with them. For a year and a half, I called mine MG for Master Guide. <laughs> oh, and, okay. And I, yeah, and um, and so ask them to come with you. I mean, the the spirit world, you know, the angelic realm, they're all waiting for us to ask for help. They can intervene on on, on certain things to you know nudge us. But uh, if you want some action, get your get your team involved and get your Master Guide, and um, you know, just start thinking about how exciting it will be. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to try it all. Wonderful. Great. Very good. Thank you, ladies. Let us know how it goes. Thank you, Mary. (laughs) Yeah, thanks. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Ask ask your master guides. (laughs) Yeah. All righty. So let's see. Let's go on to Cynthia. I I want to get to everybody if I can. Hi, Cynthia. Yes. um, Hi there. Thank you so much. What a beautiful Hi. show. Oh, I'm, so <laughs> I'm new I'm new to the show, so I'm really appreciating it. Um I I love a reading. I'm okay. I'm doing my best to um take care of myself um and also um 
increased um, using my talents out in the world. Um, I also helped care for my husband who went through a health challenge. He, he's, he's doing all right. And now my dad has brain cancer, and he went through the surgery successful. He's on the East Coast, and I had been out there, and I have three siblings, and I've been virtual caregiving. And um, I have, you know, I do my best not to have compassion fatigue because I send prayers. I um, try to cut the energetic cords at night. Um, I think my dad's probably going to need more care. My siblings are out on the East Coast, and people are, are discussing um, I help try to find like naturopathic natural things, but then it comes down to money because it's not covered. I got grants for them, but um, I am focusing on me trying to do the best I can. I'm wanting to be out there with my, I have a lot of well-being wisdom. Um, I have a TV background. I've won awards being on camera years ago. I did a well-being for the body and soul segment years ago so, and, so um, Cynthia, what, what is your what is your question are you looking for like, my what? question is is how can I I'm dealing with some you know neck issues and brain fog and I'm doing everything I can to stay I do the breathing prayer nature water let's let Ellen tune in a little bit here <laughs> I'm just trying to stay strong in who I am yeah. well everyone yeah. it seems like I'm the happiest person I know. Everyone around me is in some kind of pain. <laughs> all right, let's see what and I, I, God I, bless them all, but I'm just trying yeah. to, you know, do what I can to okay. stay sure, above sure. water and soar. Yeah. Um, it feels like it feels to me like you have some energetic exhaustion. You're I do. You're doing you're doing all this and sending all this out and that's not helping you because when when you care for all of those around you and you're not caring for yourself first, you get yes. depleted. And even though we're working exactly. in energy work, we still have to work with our you know for ourselves. So so yes. that self love and compassion, um, it it shouldn't be exhausting you. So I think that you're getting too caught up in your brain thinking about all that you have to do for others. Right, because they send panic like texts, like "Dad's tongue swollen" or "This is happening." Sure, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. And and so professional care for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah self love yeah. and compassion for me. Yeah, I do my hour of power. I did my chair yoga. I went out in nature. I journal. I eat mm-hmm. healthy. Yeah. Okay. There okay. might be some more. Okay. Piece. I meditate. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you have some people pleasing issues? Like you want to do for others more so than yourself? No, you know what it is? I'm highly intuitive, and I seem to see things like months ahead. And then I'm trying to learn when to share it, when not to share it, and what to do with that. Oh, why? Okay. So here's a suggestion I would make. (laughs) Write Write things down, Cynthia, in a book. Okay. Okay, get your own, get your separate, you know, journal and write things journal. down intuitively and then tune into spirit as to when to share because too many intuitives uh-huh. share too much and and the journey of, of, of the other person can be affected, you know, because even though it's an intuitive, we're, we're not all 100%, right? And anything can change people's perspective if we exactly. say things. We've all had intuitives tell us things that we look at them and it's mm-hmm. like, oh, really? And then you worry about it and it doesn't happen <laughs> or vice versa. But 
I want you to just write it down and let go of, it feels like you have a burden, like you're carrying this burden of having to do all of this for other people. You don't. And you can also ask spirit to not show you until it's time for you to, to know it. You can put up healthy boundaries with the spirit world. Oh, when I am supposed to know this? Yeah. So you Yeah, yeah, healthy. Yeah, like I felt that when I went to go visit my father, I told my brother he needs more care in 90 days, he may not be here. And then he got the diagnosis like 2 weeks later of the brain cancer tumor. Mm-hmm. I thought he would be here a little longer, but after that, mm-hmm. but if that hadn't happened, he had fallen and then but I was kind of like, "Whoa." Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I do. And then um right, right. Uh, and and I'm wanting to like move ahead with my you know um, I have a great gift for well-being cooking I help heal myself autoimmune with cooking and these beautiful date nights and yeah and mm-hmm. my husband still struggles with some things too we have a deep love he, he still okay. struggles with his his words sometimes of what okay. he writes beautiful yeah. love notes, but he gets frustrated a- easily. Yeah, and that's all trying that's all trying on you as well, dear. You know? That's yeah, part of the yeah. energetic exhaustion. And so, you know, find the self care to have compassion for you. Find the self worth to take time off with others and I'm not talking about your husband, but on, on other yes. issues coming before that. You know? Yes. Um you don't have to do all the things in the spiritual community, you know, in your spiritual um, schedule, every day, do the ones that you need first. Right. You right. know, when because sometimes to. people get over-spiritualized and they're exhausted. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. You've got, a, you've got a very caring heart. You've got a very gentle and loving energy. And I think you just need to um, find that self-care part um, first before you think about going out and bringing it to others. Okay, the self-care. And what do you feel like my strength would be out in the world? Is it the well-being piece, the you know what? intuition, we, we, the cheerleading I, what, of people, Cynthia, the food? Okay. Cynthia, Cynthia, take a breath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I would suggest, um, because you know, we answered a few questions already, I want to take one more call before we, before we wrap up. Um, but I would love for you to call in next week, and my guest next week, you're going to, I think you'll, You'll get be able to get some of that answers, those answers from her as well. She's wonderful. So okay, um, all right, okay. <laughs> Thanks, Cynthia. Thank you so much. Thank I you. will. Bye bye. Bye bye. I just okay, want to jump over to Carmen really quickly to see if we can help her in like two minutes or less. <laughs> so, <laughs> hi, Carmen. Hi. Hi. Thank hi. you so much for also taking care of everybody and everything. Thanks oh. so much. We try. We only got two minutes, but we'll see what we can do for you. All right, two minutes. Yeah, we'll just have to say hello and goodbye. Uh, <laughs> but thanks so much for taking my call. I oh, think okay. Is there anything we can look at really quickly for you? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, it can, probably can be really quick because I know exactly, like, what I'm asking. And it, it's not, sure. Do you think, like, am I going to be let go of, of this job that I'm, I have been doing for four years? I'm trying to work on some paper things and some to maybe prolong and wait and see what happens. But do you, what, what, is the extension necessary for my, you know, 
I think it's like related to everybody else's kind of share today. So yeah, the fear of what's coming, right? And fear right, of, what, of the right. unknown. Um, yeah. And, yeah, the fear of what's coming or or like, um, is this, what am I supposed to, um, not what am I supposed to do, but am I going to get an extension at the at the place where I work or is, does the universe want me to move on or what is going on? Hmm. Maybe uh, there's a transition I'm in. Yeah, you know, I will just, let me just say this, I'm going to. I'm going to say I feel a transition coming, whether it is you know, how, it, how it comes about. I'm not sure, but I do feel a transition coming for you with work. Now, what I'd like to do is hand over to Ellen about how you can handle that transition, how to best maneuver with yeah. that. How does that sound? Okay, we got a minute and a half, so let's see what we can do. Okay. All righty. Okay. Um, first, I want to say to you, let go of the fear, okay? So whatever's okay. going to be brought to you is part of your journey, part of your path, and it's it's what you have been thinking about and 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 um, almost okay. planting planting those seeds already, right? Okay. And yeah, that's right. To do, to, that's right. To do something different. So for a while. Yeah, right. For about right. Now. Yeah. Right. So you have to embrace change. It's going to be good. You're. You, I can feel your fear. Yeah. I can feel it in my chest. And I want you yeah. to just let go of that and be open to. Okay change and you you are going to make you're going to make great progress i do too feel like there's there could be uh an interim between this and where you're going but it's all about you letting go of the fear to get where you yeah. really want to go because you have to look in the mirror and see yourself the way other people see you because you don't have enough um you know um faith in yourself because of the fear okay. yeah yeah i can work on my fear God willing, you okay. know, I can look at, I can do some work around that and, and really help myself, you know, mm -hmm. with the trend. Are you overthinking fear. things? Are you overthinking things? I feel like I'm more feeling the fear and afraid of it. Like I'm terrified okay. of the okay. loneliness oh, and the fear and all the, that. At I'm night. so sorry. We're down to the bottom of the hour. <laughs> Hopefully, well, Carmen, that helped a little fine. bit. You can always call back in yes. again another time. We'd love to have you call back yes, in. Yes, exactly. I will call earlier. Thank, Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Thank Carmen. you. Thanks, Ellen. Anybody would like to check out Ellen's website? EllenBentHealing.com. Thanks, Ellen. A pleasure. Thank you, Laura. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Michelle Phillips, a celebrity makeup artist, beauty expert, self-confidence coach, and Hay House author. My podcast, Beauty and Beyond, is the place for women navigating the challenges of the aging process. Listen in for my professional advice, as well as my expert guests, as we share valuable tips, practical tools, and empowering resources to help you not only look amazing, but also live an amazing life. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and available wherever you get your podcasts.